Welcome to the Flip Angels podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rob Fitzhugh, and in this podcast, we touch on all things failure. We chat about the stuff in business that almost broke us, the stuff we thought we would never survive. We talk about all the mistakes people made and how they managed to flip that failing learning from it. This podcast is aimed at any business owner or budding entrepreneur looking to learn from that failure and eventual success of others. In this week's podcast, we chat to Tom Finnan from Solar Wind Energy. Tom has had many different hats over the years and is no stranger to trying new things. His current business, SolarWind Energy, is aimed at supplying DIY green energy solutions to customers both here and abroad. Given Tom's extensive background in multiple projects over the years, he has had his fair shares of ups and downs and has learned plenty that works and doesn't work. We pick up with Tom as he reminisces about a previous venture, a venture into the world of electric cars, and how that project's growth and scope made him rethink where his priorities lay and what was most important to him. On the service, there might be a story about a failed project, but in truth, Tom might have succeeded as it got him to realise where his priorities lay and what his life was really all about. Yeah, um, I, I have been in, in business uh, for most of my life uh, in one form or another. And um, in, in the last, uh, I suppose, 15 years or so, uh, I have had a, a little bit of time in my hands which brought me into doing something that I always wanted to do, and that is to build an electric car. So um, back in 2009, I decided to build a little electric sports car, which was based on the Lotus 7 car. Can I, can I ask um, you, um, just what, what was your, why, why did you have a desire to build an electric car? Where did um, that desire come from? I have a great interest in technology and um, I suppose even going back to my school days, I uh, was tricking around with robots and uh, electronics, etc. So um, it, it led on from there, uh, a great interest in cars, motorsport, everything to do with cars. So I, I decided to um, maybe about 20 years ago I uh, was um, experimenting and uh, working on an electric car project and uh, decided to build uh, a Lotus 7 in that it was a simple body structure and it wasn't built from a, a kit or anything but built it from the ground up from uh, parts that were freely available, I suppose, and made anything that wasn't, and ended up with a, a little two-seater sports car. And uh, <clears throat> the idea at that stage was to write a book on what, a, uh, what I had, had gone through to, to build this car. And from there, um, I happened to go to, um, it was a conference in, in a hotel in Sligo, and it was run by um, DCU, Queen's University, and the IT in Dundalk. And they had got some EU money to um, match people with ideas to businesses that would carry the, the idea forward into a workable project and um, I 
the the idea of the car that I had done might might become a commercial reality, but um, we weren't sure. So there was a lot of market research done and developing of the idea. And the market research told us that the idea wouldn't work or as a Lotus 7 two-seater sports car because people had already tried that type of thing. So um, I started working with some designers, car designers, and uh, we put together uh, a design for a new car, more modern. And um, from there, uh, we started meeting other people that might um, might take it forward and get involved. And um, and gradually, it I, I suppose in a way I got sucked into uh, being dragged along by different people in a certain direction. And that was probably one mistake that I made. I was a little bit blinkered by wanting to do this particular project and by uh, by being uh, dragged along in a certain direction. So, so when you when you say dragged along, was it that you these people had a specific notion in terms of the design of the car that should change, or the direction that you should go, or who you're marketing it at? Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose so. Anybody that um, anybody, everybody have their has their own ideas or their own input. And eventually it becomes something that you didn't start out with, maybe, you know, even though I was very much involved in it and um, I suppose I was, I was happy to be doing it as well. It was what I, I wanted to do at that stage. And um, yeah, it, it continued on in that fashion and there was, there was several modifications made and different people got involved over the years um, the the actual project started in 2014, and it ended eventually in 2019. Um, I I met people that were in, involved in in design aspects, and um, teamed up eventually after um, after working with a company in Dundalk. I teamed up with them a man that was involved in Williams engineering, the engineering direction are in the, of Williams Formula One. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put together a, another version of the car, which was more sporty and probably um, more, uh, more aesthetic looking. Uh, How quickly into the, the process did you realize that because i'd imagine with any project you have to compromise right so you have to compromise you yeah. come with an idea of other people so how quickly into the process did you realize that you would have to make major comp was it major compromises you were looking at making to your original idea uh, yes yes i would i would say so you know but in in a way i was quite happy to do it in that um having seeing that the market research and all that, I, I was quite content that uh, I would be moving in the wrong direction if I went 
my own way with it. So uh, that, that was valuable from the start. Uh, but and, th- and then at what point did it become... At what point did did you, did it did it become uh, how do we say this uh, uh, maybe a compromise that is a step too far? Like um, at what at what point did you feel like your own idea was now eroded away to a point where you were like I I don't this is not the road I set down. I suppose um, I I didn't really feel that at any stage because. Um, other people were, um, their, their involvement was just as valid as mine in that uh, we went down certain directions and I, I was quite happy with it all along if it was the right direction that we should be going. And other people uh, knew uh, the market better than I did as well, you know. So. Uh, working with a, a very old uh, type of design would have been a bad move. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very modern technology. And the one um, thing was, uh, the one thing I will say in that before we log off is, is, is you. A lot of people feel content. They would just to talk about failure for a second. A lot of people feel like they would do something and they they might fail at it or it doesn't work out and they'd be like, nope. I'm not doing that again. Do you think there's a real value to like that project didn't work? I'm moving on to the next one. And that yeah. project didn't, do you know what I mean? As in not to kind of let these things define your working career or to be like, you know what, that didn't work out. Obviously, you're not suited to do it. I'm mm. just not going to do anything. I'm going to run for the hills. Absolutely. You know, um, on some of the, the projects over the years and I've been involved in many, I have failed. Uh, some I've won, some I've won big time. And, uh, you know, it all kind of balances out. I wouldn't say that I have uh, money in the bank at this stage, but, uh, you know, they, they've been good, they've been bad. Uh, and I just get on with it, start moving on something else if something fails and I uh, don't have a problem with it as long as I don't hurt anybody at the end of the day. Yeah, as long as you're not, you're, you're not telling your family that they're living on the street. Um, no. No. And then it's then it's okay for these things not to work yeah. out. I think some people doesn't work out for them. They're like, no, I'm never trying that again. Or, you know, I started my own business. My business didn't work out. I'm going to go back and work for somebody. And I'm never going to ever do that again because that was a mistake. I was like, yeah. well, no, you learned something from that. And maybe there's a different business yeah. or a different place that your skills are suited. It doesn't yeah, just... you don't, I, I knew when I was doing the, the car project that it was high risk, that there was maybe 2% chance that I would actually get there at the end of the day. And I was prepared to give it a go, uh, you know, and I, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it again, uh, that said, because you know it's too much, it, it's not going to happen in Ireland for me, um, you know, and uh, so um, you do, you do learn, you do learn, there's no doubt about it, but uh, life experiences, work experiences, you learn from it. Uh, you learn what went wrong with this and uh, you just move on to the next thing and, and keep on going. 
uh, an absolutely fascinating chat with Tom. One thing I've, I've learned from chatting with Tom is that, you know, there is no such thing as real failure, especially when it comes to what you do for a career. As you can hear from Tom's story, this was one of many different things that he had taken on, one of many different tasks he's undertaken over the years, projects that he'd fallen in love with and fallen out of love with. And um, the great thing about this story is that he was so interested in the idea and realized then as the journey went on that as the idea grew in scope, he became less interested because it was pulling him away from why he originally wanted to do it in the first place. And he was able to reorientate, reprioritize and, you know, let it go and, and, and travel on and do something else and do something that he, he his heart was more in at that point. So I learned a lot from this chat with Tom and I hope you did too. I want to thank you all for your support and your time as always here at the Flip Angels podcast. If you are looking for help, if you want to sidestep from failure, if you want to flip some potential failure into success, you can always book a consultation with our preferred experts or talent heroes at the Flip Angel website. The link is in the details below and we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to helping you on your journey. As always, I'm your host, Rob Fitzhugh. This is the Flip Angels podcast. Until next time.